Hey everybody, my name is Teresa Fien Millies and this is Ninth Arcana, a tarot podcast. Today we're going to talk about the Six of Cups. The Six of Cups has been called the nostalgia card. I think of the six as community. It's the three, but twice. The way I think about numbers is really spatial. I don't understand arithmetic, but I totally understand patterns. If three is manifestation, it's the idea becoming real. Like, you plan a wedding for a year, the wedding is the three. But the people at the wedding, that's the six. Six is the community and the balance that exists around that thing that you planned for that's happening. Six tells me everything's going to be okay. Six is the computer from Biodome that chimes in, we have homeostasis. Cups are emotion. Sadness, happiness, anger, loneliness. I used to think of emotion as just sadness because when someone says, why are you so emotional all the time? It's because you're sad and upset. It's the only time I ever heard anything about emotion. But really, it's any feeling that comes out of your body. It's when you emote. It's the act of emoting. That's a cup. Six cups is balance. I like it being called a nostalgia card. The definition of nostalgia is sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past, typically for a period or place with happy personal associations. So it's simply wanting a time or place back because it made you happy. But you can't because it's gone. Six is also seen as growth. It's the ability to see how far you've come. So it's the journey between the memory and where you are now. Let's look at the cards. The Aquarius and the Waitsmith show two small people in a garden. The tarot only shows children as the centerpiece in this card and in the sun card. Just those two. I immediately felt like these kids are playing house in the backyard. The cups have flowers in them. Most of the cups in the deck, you can't see what's in them. You just sort of assume there's a liquid. Here we have something growing. The symbolism here is, in emotions and feeling them, there is growth and there's change. The boy-coded character gives the girl-coded character a cup with a flower in it. She accepts it and looks at him happily. Giving flowers is an antiquated romantic gesture. Don't get me wrong, I, I love flowers. I buy myself flowers. I get flowers. There is always flowers in the house. But it's something that you think about happening when you start dating or even before you go on your first date because you see it in movies. In this card, I see kids playing at being adults, doing something that they've seen adults do, but most adults don't actually do, like dinner parties. It's an idealized version of what they think their future is going to be. It's really sweet. The cards are surrounded by the yellow in the buildings and the ground and the cups themselves. This is warmth and confidence. This is your gut and where your feelings come from. This one's just like good and warm in your tummy. In the middle of the card to the left, there's a guard walking away from the kids. This is how you know that they're safe, but they don't have anybody in their face making sure that they know they're safe and making them grateful for the protection. It's just a safe place. In the Morgan Greer, it's the same energy, it's more simple. I really love this deck a lot. 
the kids are looking at each other. He's in red and she's in yellow. They're both sure of themselves and they're sure of the other too. They're equals. They're holding eye contact. They're taking the same amount of space in the card. The flowers look like wedding flowers. The guidebook says that these are white lilies. They're used in funeral wreaths and wedding bouquets in England. There's a symbolically sexual element to lilies, but they also symbolize purity and sweetness. So this is first love. It's not hope. It's promise. It's curiosity. It's giggles. It's pinkies touching in a movie. You remember. The mythic tarot. Again, the mythic just isn't going to be the deck that proves my theories. I feel like this deck is maybe not the one I should have picked because it's based on Greek myth and not the Waite Smith. Which doesn't make it better or worse. It's just got a different ancestor. It's a woman on a cliff with a cup in her hands and five others at her feet. She has white flowers on her lap, similar to the other cards. I feel like she's reminiscing. She's chosen a memory to sit with, and it feels like meditation really more than anything, like scrying. She could be water gazing. Actually, you know, I take it back. This isn't a picture of a memory like the other decks. It's a picture of the act of intentionally remembering, which is just a different side. In the wild unknown, we have a tree and its roots. It's extremely similar to the emperor of the last episode. I think that it's true that the roots of a tree are as big as the tree itself. I've heard that. It sounds true to me. I'm not going to bother looking it up. You can let me know if I'm wrong. In the card, the roots are bright and colorful and the tree is black. So the roots are the growth that we can't see. It's where the magic and like the tingly happy things are, are happening, where the change is occurring. Half of the massive thing we can't see. It's all of the colors and the events and the tears and the laughs, everything that happened to create what you see on the outside. I feel like the card is saying, what else is you? What is hidden? What needs to be honored? What needs to be felt and brought out? In the line strider, we have two lemurs. They're playful creatures, and they're in a similar scene to the Waitsmith. They look sort of apprehensive and nervous. The feeling is very like, are you gonna? I don't know, are you gonna? The holly simple feels like the community part of the six. The tallest cup is pouring into the shorter cups. He's giving them what they need, and he's not afraid of losing his own resources. This meaning is different than the first love nostalgia cards, but it's still very six of cups. We take care of each other. Level the playing field. Maybe there's some take care of each other in the flowers and the gifting of the cup and the other cards that I didn't see before, but you can really see it here. It is the opposite of the two of cups energy. We're not taking anything. We're giving everything that we can. The Luna soul is the culmination of the ideas. I like that this happens a lot, and I like that this is the last card. A small hand gives a cup to a larger hand. There are five other cups under the hands with a flower in each stage of growth. It's passing the torch. It's inner child. It's remembering who you are. This cup is telling me to think about who I was then and connect it to who I am now. I have not changed. Some knowledge and some life has happened, but that's just adding on. I have not changed at my core. The card is telling you to spend time thinking about where you're from, why you hold the beliefs that you hold, 
Who you were then is who you are now. Honor yourself. Whether it's about immersing yourself in a memory or falling into first love and the beautiful naive dreams that come with that. Or about recognizing the path that you've chosen. It's about not turning your back on where you come from, but instead finding comfort in it. The Six of Cups is not about balancing or separating emotions. It's about releasing shame and acknowledging your deep self. It's feeling sad and proud. It's the yellow and blue ball at the end of Inside Out. What is your Six of Cups? You can let me know on pod page, Ninth Arcana. You can find me on Instagram as Queen of Marigold. You can like or follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. New episodes come out Wednesdays and Fridays. Until then, go pull some cards. Love you. Bye. Ninth Arcana is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Teresa Fien Millies. Thank you for listening.